Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Happy Tuesday morning, everybody. We're glad you're with us. Welcome into Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale here with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning, Jen. So, Cowboys open camp today, and the season then will end right here on Fox with the Super Bowl. So... I was just the season connecting will, the dots. The season will end on Fox. Unfortunately, your season will end a couple of weeks before that. Well, maybe maybe two weeks. No, yeah, no, no. I'll take a couple, I actually. I promise you. I would be, be very happy with a couple to be of weeks. Mo- uh, more like a month. Yeah. Might end in the regular season. Next. <laughs> I am here for all the debates that I know are coming about this NFL season coming up. Guys, the drama beginning already. Let's start this morning in Phoenix. Tyler Murray's contract has become official, and the deal mandates he must complete at least four hours of, quote, independent study during each week of this season. Now, the contract defines independent study as things that include the study of, quote, the material provided to him by the club in order to prepare for the club's next upcoming game. Huh, I have never heard of a clause like this in a quarterback's contract. Shannon, what is your reaction? Skip, when I first saw this on Twitter, I'm like, this got to be a joke. This is somebody, this is, this is some, some stuff that's not real. So I was like, okay, let me reach out to a couple of prominent uh, uh, football agents. Mm-hmm. And I reached out. I said, have you, is this real? They're like, Sharp, it's real. I was like, have you ever heard They's like, no, I've never heard of this. And I would not allow someone to put this in my client's contract. Skip, this is embarrassing. For lack of a better word, this is a GD shame that they just gave a man $230 million and they got to stipulate that you take your ass home and study outside of the facility. Mm. That's what they just, Skip, this is why the hesitancy the hesit- hesitancy mm-hmm. to give him this kind of money. Yes. And this is why the quarterback handicaps a team. You know this man ain't studying. This is why we keep blaming the offensive line. Maybe it's not the offensive line fault. Maybe it's not. He don't know what the hell he's doing. Mm. So basically, Kyler Murray is just doing what he has to do at work. He's watching tape at, the, at, at work. And when he goes home, guys, I don't know if he knew this. But they got in these in these tablets that you take home, they know if you're studying or you just cut it on and let it run. Kyle, you thought you were slick. Kyle thought he was slick. He would just get away, take it home, put it on, turn it on, and let it go. Mm. Skip, I got it from a very, very good source that said years ago, a couple of years when he first got into the league, 
He had these kinds of study habits that he, he kind of carried in way that he was holier than thou and that he was above everyone else and he was unwilling to listen to anyone else. I said, but you know what, man? I don't, I, man, this man's a rookie. He can change. I don't want to put that out there on this man just yet. Yep. Let, let's see. Let, let's give him a couple years. Sharp, he ain't changed. Mm. You heard what Larry Fitzgerald said in a tweet. Skip, it, it, now, now, I want people to understand this is not something that we that we're putting out here because he said in an article that I was blessed with with cognitive skill to just go out there and see it before it's happened. Yep. I'm not one of those guys that's going to sit here and kill myself watching film. Yeah, that's what the greats do. That might explain why you keep faltering. They get a bead on you halfway through the season and you never come up out of it. Good. That might be it, Kyler. Good point. Ding, 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 ding. Yep. This is a damn shame. Mm. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for Kyler Murray. Bro, that's out there. That ain't going away. That's something you're never going to be able to overcome. They had to stipulate in the contract. Normally, Skip, it's a, a well, we, we all have stuff in our contract. We have more clause in our contract. But Fox ain't got Shannon's damn contract. Shannon, we need you to prep for the show outside of the show. Why would they do that? That's your job. You, you were born prepping. Trust me. Sometimes, sometimes I was prepping too much. I had too much information. I felt like I was super, uh, a CeeLo Green when he said he was going crazy. Not that he didn't know enough. He knew too much. I got you. Skip, this is, Skip, this is embarrassing mm -hmm. that they put a clause in and for all the world to see. Try to sneak it in as an addendum. But see, it's got to get, got to go through the union. So even if it is as an addendum, mm -hmm. you're still going to get an opportunity to see it. Because people couldn't believe it. And you knew they was going to leak it. Mm -hmm. Because they had never, ever seen anything like this before. You've got to do four hours of study. Just four? For $200 million, you should have said he had to do 14. How much tape do you think Tate Manning and Tom Brady and a Russell Wilson and an Aaron Rodgers and a Patrick Mahomes and the greats of the great? Man, John, Skip, before they had the tablets, John Elby used to have a, a laundry bag with tapes thrown over his shoulder on a Monday going home. I've seen other quarterbacks have laundry bags of tapes going home. Kyler Murray go home to go home, to chill, do whatever he does, but not prep for the game. Mm. I, I've never seen anything like this. I've talked to several agent, prominent agents. If I were to name them, you know who they were. They had never heard of it. And this is embarrassing. This is Kyler Murray. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Mm. But Arizona, you only have yourself to blame. Because I guess he handicapped them, Skip, because he is a quarterback. And you got to play him well. If we don't pay him, where else are we going to find someone comparable? But I tell you what we can do. We can put these stipulations in his contract that says you've got to do X, Y, and Z. Basically, bro, don't take your ass home and play video games. Study the game. You're a professional athlete. Kyler Murray still, still think he in college, think he in high school, mm -hmm. that he can go home and play with the rest at home. Bro, you different. You've been left your homeboys behind. You different. Bro, they gave you $230 million and I've got to stipulate. Yep. That you got to study. Man, I, I've been to county fairs. I've watched National Geographic, and I was in 4-H, and I ain't never heard of no bleep like this. Mm. That they put a clause that you got to study. Skip, will you, I, I would think somebody give me a check for $105 million, $230 million. You ain't got to tell me to study. Come, man, I'm coming to that thing like a Harvard professor. I got tape notes. I'm on my iPad. Shannon, pay attention. I'm studying this play. They're coming out with a bomb blitz on this, on this down the distance right here. This is embarrassing, Skip. This, this well, is. I, I mean, you played tight end and, and you studied your tape. Yes! 
Yes. Tail off. You, Skip, you got to because I, I needed to know. John needed to know that I saw exactly what he saw on down and distance, area of the field, uh, uh, time of the game. I needed to know. We talk about that play that Gronk and, and, and uh, Brady had at the beginning of the year when they went to a Navajo stretch. Yep. They put Demarcus Lawrence on Gronk. Gronk faked like he was going to block. D-Law paused for just a second. He, shot, he snuck up inside. Gronk needed to have studied that on tape to see when they give him this defense in this area of the field, this is what Brady was expecting. I needed to know that. Or John's going to get a helmet up on his chin or he's going to get hit in the back of the head, and that's my fault because I didn't study. If memory serves, you knew everybody's assignment on every play. I did. Because guys coming in, Skip, I, I, I felt that was my job. I'm the older guy. Guys coming in, they panic, first-time player. Man, man what I, I – hey, you the Z on this you the Z on this play. You got to come back. You got the over. You got the dig. Hey, I got the side of Jeff. Don't worry about it. Okay. I cannot counter – I cannot top anything you just spilled out there because it's all so painfully true. And – you speak from real, live, Hall of Fame experience. And I appreciate that, that it's on this show as a huge part of this show. You're in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You did your homework last night on his homework clause. Mm -hmm. And here we sit. I told you 24 hours ago, sitting in this seat, it sure seems to me that Arizona did this deal with clenched teeth. Yes. That's what I said, with clenched teeth, yes. because they did. They were damned if they did and damned if they didn't. They were stuck. They were backed into a corner, and they finally said, we have no other way out of this. We got to do it. Yes. We got to give him the going rate. Yes. There have been several stories that said that the guaranteed money isn't exactly what it appears to be. It was one, reported at 160. It's 105. It's the true guarantee. Hey, that's part. what he got at the time of signing. Okay. Fine, but it's still a ton of money for a still very young quarterback who has had success in this league. Mm -hmm. His numbers have gone up each of three years. He did win Offensive Rookie of the Year, Correct. and he made two straight Pro Bowls, even though we both agreed Matt Stafford came on with the rush <laughs> and should have nipped him at the finish line, yes. but he did not. Yes. Kyler made the Pro Bowl last Correct. year. And they had two all-time great starts and two fall-on-your-face finishes, back-to-back mm -hmm. -back years, that are just hard to reconcile. Because I, 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 try, I, I, I want so badly to love this young man yes. because I loved him coming out in the draft. I said, for sure, he should be the, the, the no-doubt slam-dunk first overall pick, and he was. Last year, they even started 10-2. and two. They finished 1-4. and four. The year before, they, they got off to that great start and finished 3-6. and six. And to your point, he either gets banged up or the league catches up. Mm -hmm. One of those two things are operating probably both in concert. Right. And, and might be, he might be getting banged up because the league caught up and he don't know what the hell he's supposed to be doing. Okay. And you read the quotes. These were his quotes to the New York Times in the middle of the football season last year. Yeah. And I'll read one more quote from it. I, I don't sit there for 24 hours and break down this team and that team and watch every game because in my head I see so much. 
I don't completely condemn that. I don't write it off because I do think he has, he's gifted with great vision and, and he can see it and feel it. But in this league, at this level, as you well know, the tiniest edge will either get you beaten or get you over the edge. Correct. Into a playoff win. He, he played in his first playoff game last, last year, and he stunk in that playoff game because the Rams had caught up. Yes. And they obliterated him and them. Yes. It was a complete and utter wipeout. Obviously, the Rams are on their way to winning it all. But now I'm going to go a cut deeper, and I'm going to address an issue that has been dear to my heart since 1977 when I spent a week with a young man in Grambling, Grambling State, Grambling, Louisiana, named Doug Williams. Mm-hmm who was on his way to becoming the first black quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl for the Washington Redskins, at the time Redskins. Yep. And as I told you in researching a piece I wrote for the LA Times in 1977, I called a prominent general manager because I thought Doug Williams would go number one overall in the draft because he just looked like prototype here, NFL, right. he's ready for right. you. He what was like six five. Yeah, he's like six four and a half, two forty. Yeah. And he was prototypical. He was a drop back quarterback. Wasn't no scrambling. Pure, <laughs> pure drop back with not not a good arm. I'm talking Great. about a bazooka. Yes. And I called the prominent GM who told me, and I'm just going to sort of paraphrase the quote. No, we we don't have him graded very high. He 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 doesn't have the mental capabilities to play in our league. Mm-hmm. And it was. An indictment, I took it as all black quarterback. They're, they just don't have the mental capability to Correct. play at this level. Mm-hmm. So here we sit in 2022, and black quarterbacks in this league have had a whole lot of success. Yes. And it has done my heart good mm-hmm. because it, it every year I see more and more success and more and more acceptance. Right. And now I'm going to hand the ball back to you because I, I don't love the message that this clause yeah. is sending to a black quarterback and about black quarterbacks in general, please enlighten me. Well, I, I think the thing is, and you, you touch on a point, for the longest time, they said blacks could not play that position because they could not process information fast enough. They couldn't think on their feet. And that wasn't the case. Maybe the case was they weren't studying. Kyler Murray just gave credence to a long history of belief that black quarterbacks, black people in general, are lazy. Skip, you played the quarterback position. You must absolutely know the most. Most quarterbacks, after they've been been in the league for a while, they keep notebooks on certain defensive coordinators just in case he becomes a head coach somewhere. Okay, I played him when he's a DC. This is the way he approached it. Peyton Manning has book. Tom Brady, uh, Russell Wilson, uh, 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 Drew Brees kept notebooks. I believe most quarterbacks, as you start to age, because Skip, most of the time DCs, if they're any good, they're going to become a head coach and they're going to go somewhere else, and you're probably going to face them again. So it gives you a head start. What Kyler Murray did was just say, "See, told y'all. Yeah, told you. That's it." And it, that's, that's a lazy way of thinking. It really is. It should be unique to Kyler. But Kyler, you know, you, I'm sure your parents and your grandparents have told you, 
You got to go twice as far just to get half as far. They told you that. Still yet, what did you go do? You get this golden opportunity, and you didn't prep. So a team had to get, skip. And I kept saying, well, damn, if Deshaun can get $230 million with what's circulating on around him, why the hell Kyle didn't get $230? Mm-hmm. Oh, now it became abundantly clear. I guarantee you Joe Burrow's going to get 230-plus, guaranteed. Yep. I guarantee you Justin Herbert's going to get 230-plus, fully guaranteed. <laughs> Because this joker thought he was smarter than the system. And little did he know there's a little a mechanism in that, that tablet that he takes home. And they know. Did you just cut that tablet on and just no rewinds, no nothing? Just sat it down and started playing video games or started watching TV or chewing the fat with your homeboys? Or were you actually studying? The mere fact that they got to put that in your contract. Skip, you know, sometimes when you guys are, if you, you get in trouble, we avoid the contract. You do this, you miss meetings, you do that. Okay, clearly there's a red flag there. Clearly you've done this so many times. For them to have a clause and say, we can void your contract. If you don't do four extra hours outside of what we give you here in the building? Void it. Wow, Kyler, you got to be some kind of dum-dum to put yourself in this position. First of all, it just goes to show you. I don't know. My, I, I'm sorry. I could have put that in there because it's going to make me look bad. It makes your agent look even worse because they put that in there. Well, they, they allowed they to, it. They had to sign off on it. Yeah, the union had to. But hell, the, the Players Association had to sign off on it. The union have to sign off on it. Mm. All contracts before this are, are good to go. The union has to sign off on it. So the union signed off on it. Mm. Boy, this is, this is embarrassing mm. for a man of this kind. Skip, so what happens? You got no study habits. Your athleticism starts to wane. Peyton Manning was out there on one with one arm. Could never run. He got by with this. Mm. Tom Brady has never had legs. Ran the ugliest, slowest 40 ever run by a quarterback. He did. And he's getting by there with guile. Yeah, he can still throw the football, but he's not reliant on athletic ability. And a lot of times these guys can hang around a lot longer if if they're uh, non-reliant on athleticism. Well, this man is reliant on athleticism, so when his athleticism go and his study habits, he gone quick. Yeah. Okay, Black, back to the black quarterback issue. The reason I'm outraged, sickened, and ultimately concerned. So I look at the hierarchy of the Arizona Cardinals, and they have black men in these positions of player personnel, pro personnel, director of college scouting, and director of player support. Right. But at the very top, you have a white owner, a white GM, mm-hmm. and a white head coach. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure those three had the most input into this clause oh, in the yeah. contract, yeah. right? Yeah, of course. Okay. So the other thing that offends me is I go way back with your game, and there were days when I wrote about Kenny Stabler, and he was actually romanticized. Yes. Harding hard, <laughs> not studying all that much, coming out and just figure out. We'll just figure it. We'll draw it up in the dirt. Yeah. And we'll figure it he out. He studied about, about a jukebox. That's correct. <laughs> By the light of the jukebox, right? Yes. Okay. But but he's he's put on a pedestal. Right. Like, oh, that's cool. Right. right. Namath, to a certain extent, got some of that. I think Brett Favre got some of that. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. But as you say... 
the black quarterback, even in you don't get that luxury. You don't get that luxury. Yeah. You're going to be held to the highest. Cam come out there with, with Versace shirts and shades yeah. on. Look at Cam. Why Cam dressing like that? Yeah. He a quarterback. He need to dress like Peyton Manning and Tom Brady suit and tie. Yeah. Joe Burrow come out there with a cigar, chain <laughs> hanging around his neck, sunglasses. Ooh, look at that swag. Joe Burrow. Joey B swagged out. Yeah. You see the difference? So there's a difference. We understand. See, if you're operating from a sense that I understand that I'm held and judged to a different standard, I'm cool because you've already told me how I need to act and behave in a manner. Collar, bro, sometimes it's not about you. Sometimes it's about guys behind you. Shaq Harris understood that. Shaq's a very good friend of mine. He was with Baltimore with me. I also covered him. (laughs) Yeah. So I know it's about guys like Shaq Harris and Warren Moon that paved the way for guys like you to play this position and to make the money but, that you made. Because I covered this team when he was, I think, the only starting black. Well, he wasn't the first. Yes. Marlon Briscoe was the first yeah. actual starter with the Broncos in 68, if I'm not mistaken. But Shaq Harris had some Jackie Robinson in yeah. him because he was going through those kinds of things. But go ahead. Another Coach yeah. Rob guy from Grambling State University. Big, big time arm. Big time arm. Oh. Okay, in the end, I'm not exactly sure how you sort of monitor this, how you oversee it. Like you say, you got mechanisms, but mm-hmm. I guess if he really wants to to, uh, to dodge all this, he, he could. There are ways to fake this. Sure. But it's just the shame of it. that They have already shamed him. I yes. guess they feel like they're going to shame him into actually having to do his homework. Right. Right? Yeah. And yet, for me, in the biggest picture... The, the mere insertion of this clause, the reporting, leaking and reporting yeah. of this clause, actually makes it, it, it's self-defeating to the whole idea of, of why you signed him in the first place. Right. Now, it doesn't even make sense to me. If, if you have that little faith in him that you think you have to make him do his homework, you, you, it, 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 then, then you're barking up this wrong tree here. You should have cut. You should go in, your, in a new direction. Skip, he's a quarterback. He got you over a barrel. You, know, you, you said it's the most important position in all of sports. And if you find one, even if the one that doesn't like to study, because he's so immensely talented, and you you spoke about the things each year, their record has gotten better. Yep. He did take him to the playoffs last year. He, he has one rookie of the year. He has made two straight Pro Bowls. Yep. All those things, even though you know his study habits is not conducive to win long term, big time win, Super Bowls. I don't really know they had a choice. They didn't. They felt they didn't have a choice, but. This makes them look bad. It makes Kyler Murray looks worse because, like you said, we had to give a guy $200 million, and we know his study habits are not what they're supposed to be. And Kyler Murray just accepted $105 million at the time of signing, knowing he's been bull jiving for the last three years. Mm. Little did he know, he, he, there's no way he thought this would ever come out. You see, they were speaking, they say maturity. We want Kyler to grow up a little bit. And everybody, oh, man, they try to, and that's not, sometimes teams do do that. They do salt you up to make you look bad in the public eye. But everything they've said about this young man, he started with scrubbing of it. It started way before this. Yeah. But when he started scrubbing, bro you, bro, you a quarterback in the NFL. And you scrubbing IG. Like you just broke up with your girlfriend in two years and you erased everything, all the memories. Bro. Except your OU picture and your baseball picture, right? Skip, this is embarrassing. Mm. This is embarrassing to epic proportion. That is the operative word today. Kyler's agent is Eric Burkhardt, guys, and, you know, he's always been a little outside the box. He tweeted that long statement about Kyler getting paid, then that all-caps tweet about Kyler getting paid earlier. 
It's an interesting saga, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. All right, moving on to some other NFL quarterbacks. Who did more with less, Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? Plus, will Lamar <laughs> break through in the playoffs? Skip and Shannon debate all of that coming up next. No mercy. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place. Whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this. Crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew. Ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. We're getting ready to kick off the NFL season, and The Athletic is ranking all of the quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers, no surprise, taking the number one overall spot. One offensive coach explained, saying, quote, Tom Brady has had the more decorated career with 10 Super Bowls, seven rings. But I'll say this, Aaron Rodgers has helped elevate every player on that offense. Brady with McKeel Harry did not elevate his game. Aaron has had Devontae Adams, but he is still waiting for a first-round receiver. They have not had great receivers overall, and he's still putting up major numbers. A little Rodgers versus Brady? 
All right, Shannon, jump in. How much truth is there to what this offensive coordinator said? There's a little truth even in a lot. Skip, I think there's a little truth to this. I think the thing is, is that if we give credit for Tom Brady for ele- elevating guys like Julian Edelman, guys like Danny Amendola, guys like Wes Welker, we have to give him some of the blame for not elevating a Tyquan Underwood, not elevating a Nikhil Harry, not elevating a Chad Jackson. I think because we sing when things go well, these receivers, we give Brady, Brady, Brady. But when they don't pan out, we talk about what was Belichick thinking when he drafted those guys. But I, I, I think the thing that really separates these two, Skip, is the intangible. It is leadership. And, and, and I think what's, what's tougher for Tom Brady, and I was very fortunate that I had a Hall of Fame quarterback, that he didn't break my confidence. When I made a mistake, he, he would talk to me in such a manner, he was almost like he was a big brother, like, I really want you to do this. This is what I need you to do. And so he was never yelling and screaming and cursing. God, let's go. Get your head out. He, it was never that. So he never broke my confidence. And I wanted so much to please him because I knew he was counting on me. Um, and so it made me study even harder to make sure that I didn't let him down. And I think sometimes with Tom, Tom is so intense. Tom is like, get it, get it every right the first time. No, there's psycho Tom. Going on. <laughs> yes, there is. And I, and I think that, and, and I think that's a blessing and a curse because every you you can't coach and you can't lead everybody the same way. You have to find out what type of player, what type of person he is. And sometimes you got to put your arm around him. Sometimes you give him a cook in the butt. Sometimes you be a little facetious with him. Hey, <laughs> my wife could have caught that one. You know what I'm saying, Skip? You, you, hey, you make it hard. Okay, okay. Oh, you got jokes today. You make it such a way like, okay, I'm disappointed you dropped the ball. Hey, I know you're going to catch the next one. And so, but uh, um, um, Ty, I think both guys have done a great job of elevating the players around him um, for the most part. Guys, they go that they do go to Rodgers. It doesn't matter who they are. Um, and like I said, he's never had a first round draft pick. But I think the guys he's had some pretty good guys. I mean, I think the guys that uh, that Tom has had. We just look at a guy. Well, he was a seventh round draft pick. He's not any good. Uh, yeah, but you don't understand what's inside the guy. Oh, he's an undrafted free agent. Yeah, but sometimes it's more than the draft slot. And and I, I and I think sometimes guys get so caught up into that skip, kind of like their Madden rating. You really know that's really not you. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying? So for me, I think there's a little truth, but I just think that that thing that Tom has, that leadership, the likability, even though he's probably a tough, you know what, to play for. Yeah. I think me personally, I probably would like playing with Tom better because he's going to be less likely to. Yeah, he's going to chew me out. And that would bother me, especially with the cursing aspect. But I think I could go to Tom and talk to him and say, bro, I don't I don't. I don't learn that way. Um, and, and I think he and I could have a relationship uh, um, based on what I, how I, I approach him. I, I do, too. But, but he would see the potential in you and yeah. say, I, I'm going I'm right. to do this. I'm um, going to figure this one out. Skip, there's no denying Rogers' talent. There's no denying. His ability to throw the football is second to none. He doesn't take a backseat to anybody. Even the young guns that's coming up, the Burroughs, the Herberts, the Mahomes, the Josh Allen, when it comes to just spinning the football, he doesn't take a backseat to anybody. But there, there, there's something. There has to be something. Now, Belichick is a big part because I don't think anybody's going to confuse Mike McCarthy and Bill Belichick. I think once you got once you got your hands on Mike McCarthy, you see what Aaron Rodgers was up against in Green Bay for all those years. I did. <laughs> so you might say, well, Tom, even if you want to give Tom 70% of the credit, 
I don't think you give it. I don't think you give it. Uh, uh, Mike McCarthy thirty percent of the credit in Green Bay. No. So for me, Skip, there, there's a little truth, but I'm not willing to go as far as, as the the anonymous scout or, or coach yeah. or exec or whomever it was that yeah. did this to make it seem like oh Brady's just Brady ain't never done anything with anybody and and he deserves yeah he deserves some of the blame, mm. but let, let's not get carried away. Sometimes I just think we just go overboard trying to make a point. Mm. Okay, I hear you, and now it's my turn. We opened the show speaking about outrage over the homework clause in Kyler's contract. That's outrage at the highest level for me. Right. But when I read this quote last night, just sheerly in a football context, right. I was also outraged to the point I screamed at this quote because it's just so off. It's just so wrong that I I almost wish this offensive coach who spoke it could be outed today because he, he should be fired. I have used anonymous quotes in my journalistic career. Yeah, you have to. I probably continue to. You have to. Because they can be scathingly enlightening when said speaker of quote doesn't have to stand behind it with his name. Correct. Right? Yes. I have known hundreds of assistants in your game mm-hmm. over the years, and they are always the best at anonymous quotes because they're the ones who see it behind the scenes right. and, and they can put it into some perspective for you that the head coach really can't right. see and feel. Right. So I have known, seriously, hundreds of assistants going back to the early 70s in the National Football League. And like you said, they get to hide behind the cloud of anonymity. They, they do. <laughs> But I will also tell you, and you might be able to vouch for this, I met so many assistants, I got close to so many assistants that occasionally I would sit back and say, how did he get this job? Because yeah. he really, really does not <laughs> know much about football. I feel like I know more football than this guy does. <laughs> of course. It's the good old boy network. Correct. It's whom you know. Are you friends with the head coach? Does he like to have you around? Is he a yes man? Does he, is he just comfortable having a beer and nachos with you on Friday night? Mm-hmm. Is that why you're on this staff? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. So maybe it's this guy. I don't know who it is. And I, Mike Sandal has high credibility to me. So I, I believe the quote is the quote. Yeah. And I believe this guy should be fired for this <laughs> quote. That's what I believe. Because let me launch. Let's start with Nikhil Harry. Are we really going to lay Nikhil Harry at Brady's doorstep? Because Brady was with Nikhil Harry only through his rookie year. Eight games. During which Nikhil started five games that year and played seven total. So he played in seven games because he had an ankle injury that hampered him from training camp Mm -hmm. on. So I'm not even sure Tom got to throw with him that much because he was never available. Right. And that's the one thing, if if you can't – Go. Tom's like, okay, if you can't, then you're out. You can't know, make the club in the tub. It. Can't make it in the tub. I, I got it. Okay. Uh, now, now let's look at Tom Brady did have Randy Moss. Mm-hmm. He had him for a grand total of 36 games. Mm-hmm. That was over three years because Tom missed the whole second year right. after 2007. He missed 2008. Right. And then there was nine and a little bit of 10. It totaled up 36 games. Aaron Rodgers has had Devontae Adams for 108 games. Obviously, that just ended, but but they played 108 games mm-hmm. together versus 36 of Moss and Brady. Right. Well, okay, Devontae was a second-round pick, so he wasn't a first. But for 
the eight years that they were together, I, I'm going to save over the last four years. I think we all concurred. This is the best receiver yeah. in football, yeah. right? Yeah. So Aaron had him. You you got to you, you got to give yeah. credit where it's due. He it, Aaron did have Devonte right. for eight years, 108 games. But see, that's the thing, though, Skip. People get caught, so caught up. Oh, he's a first rounder. I I can make a case that if you look at receiver for receiver that Aaron Rodgers had the better receivers. Because you look at Devontae, you look at Jordy Nelson, you look at a Greg Jennings, you look at a Donald Driver, the, Randall Cobb. Okay, they weren't first-round draft picks, but those guys made the Pro Bowl. Those guys were getting 13, 14, 1,500 yards. So this notion is that we got to stop, well, he wasn't the first-round draft pick. There are a lot of guys that, Tom Brady wasn't the first-round draft pick. Yep. But he don't put up better numbers than any first-round, any quarterback in the history of the game. So stop this notion because someone didn't go in the first round. There can't be good. You can go in the second round, third round, be an undrafted free agent. The Hall of Fame is littered with guys that didn't get drafted in the first round. It's not just all Hall of Famers going to go to the Hall of Fame. Okay, I, I have always credited Brady with taking the Edelmans and the Amendola yeah. and the Welkers and making chicken salad out of you-know-what. Right. And yet, I, I give you, Edelman was a seventh-round pick. He played quarterback in college. But but he had some speed and some quickness. Yes. And he had guts. Yes. We got to give him guts. Yeah, you got to have that and to play the slot. Amendola just retired yesterday. God bless him. He had a great career, given the fact he was undrafted, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And, and he did a lot of great things. He made a lot of clutch catches yeah. for Tom Brady. Welker was undrafted, but, but you want to talk about quickness out of the slot? Mm -hmm. I, I'm not sure anybody's ever been much quicker than Wes Welker out of the slot or much smarter, just right. running option routes. Right. Troy Brown, he had the early success with, was, mm -hmm. was an eighth round. They had eight more, right. more than seven rounds. Yeah. But, he was but I think he round. was there before when Tom got there. Yeah. But a Deion Branch, okay. who was right. a Super Bowl MVP, but, but second, round draft. second round draft. Yeah. Pick. And then there were, you mentioned the Bethel John. These are all pretty high picks. Bethel Johnson, Chad Jackson, Taylor Price. I liked Aaron Dobson. He had his moment in the sun against New Orleans, caught the, the game-winning game touchdown yep. pass from Brady. But but now we'll see what Tyquan Thornton does as a second rounder. This year out of Baylor, I couldn't see it, but we'll see yeah, what happens. He okay? can run fast, though. So, but but Belichick hasn't had a whole lot of success drafting right. wide receivers up higher in the draft. Right. Okay, now. They're laying that at Brady's feet. In other okay. words, in case you didn't know, they're, they're play, like, well, Brady, if you're all that, what you all said right. to y'all, hey, make these guys great. Okay. Now, let's just look. This is why it's hard for me to even put Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady's same sentence because the, the anonymous quoter here starts out, uh, Brady has had a more decorated career with 10 Super Bowls and seven rings. Well, that, that, that's the understatement of the year because <laughs> 10 Super Bowls with seven rings – Aaron went to one, and he did win the one. Right. But it was 11 years ago. Right. Brady is 35 and 12 in the postseason. Aaron is 11 and 10 in the postseason. So he's he's one game above 500 because since that long ago mm -hmm. road wild card run to the Super Bowl, right. he's seven and nine in the postseason. Seven and nine. And you know what happened the last two years? This is where you're yeah. disqualified for me. Yeah. You got the one seed. Yeah. You got the one seed two straight years. You and you cough it up at home. You can't, to, definitely can't use the Jimmy G, though. Okay. Well, you, you, and you lose a Tom Brady, Tom Brady. Okay, I got you. you. You got Brady got you in the NFC Championship game, your first at home. Okay, I, I got that. But you lost last year to Jimmy G. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, your, it's your game, man. And, and you had him. You were up 10 to 3, and you had the ball, and you went nowhere. And then it's tied 10 to 10, and you have the ball again. Go and in those last two series, you complete one pass in two two series for five yards to Devontae. Mm -hmm. One pass. Well, it's not good enough. 
You're not that guy then. Brady's going to do more than that. I don't know if he's going to win the game, but he's going to do more than one, one completion for five yards. Right. So it's hard for me to even put them in the same sentence because I used to joke about Brady. It, it, it became like he comes out for early warm-ups and he looks up in the stands. He says, you, you three guys from Dorchester, just, just come down here. We'll, let's, we'll, we'll fit, fit you up. We'll get you a helmet and pads. And I'm going to be throwing to you guys today. And we're going to win this football game because that's, that, that's just how it felt like right. he kept doing it. And then you, you look at seven and nine since the Super Bowl for Aaron. You can't defend that. No. You, that, that is so far from Tom Brady that I, you went back to back. I, I got you. Regular season, and I cannot, I never disagree with you when you say transcendent thrower of the football. And there are all these quotes in the Sando article about he, he laughs at you. You know, he gets you, and then he, he, he struts his stuff. He likes to look over and give you that look like, right. I got you again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Get me in the postseason. Right. If you can do it in the postseason, you got me. But but you don't got me right. right now because I can even poke all kinds of holes in your postseason record of seven and nine because those seven wins came against Joe Webb, a receiver starting a quarterback for Minnesota. The Des Catch game, thanks to Mike McCarthy challenging. <laughs> what? Mike McCarthy? You beat Kirk Cousins at Washington. Um, you got the the Miami boat trip with Odell and the mm-hmm. Giants, and they weren't ready to play. And then you got Mason Crossbar at Dallas making the two intergalactic field goals. And then the Rams went up there and lost a couple of years back. And remember, Aaron Donald's got cracked ribs. Right. And he's a no-show. And they played and, with the backup quarterback. Yeah, because Jared Goff had a pin in his throwing mm-hmm. thumb. Right. Okay, well. The, well, I, yeah, oh, Jared Goff had came yeah, back in because yeah. the other quarterback had gotten hurt. Okay, so Jared so, Goff so had a pin, my, right? My, my point is. It's disqualified. You, you can't even start with this. It's just wrong, wrong, and more wrong. And, and I was just out of my mind, and Ernestine yelled at me, what are you doing in there? What's wrong? You, there's no game on last night, right? <laughs> You're screaming there's no game. I'm screaming at this quote because <laughs> this guy should be revealed today, and, and he, should be, he should be shamed today. It might be Coach Belichick. <laughs> I don't know, but he said it's an offensive game. Yeah. Well, well, maybe, well, you maybe you believe Coach Belichick gonna be calling plays this I year? Do, so. <laughs> so maybe you could camouflage Belichick. I don't nah, know. Maybe don't, you got me. I don't. I, I don't think Coach Belichick would, would say that. But I just think Skip. I, I, it's just sometimes I think when you be trying to make a point for one guy, you become very very dismissive of the other guy. And I think this this gentleman here is becoming very very dismissive of Tom. Sure, a lot of times, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, you get an Aaron Dobson or you get a Chad Jackson, you get a Bethel Johnson, and some of these guys. But sometimes it, it has more to do with what's inside of a guy, yep. as opposed to you know the, the the speed, the height, the strength, and the weight. Because Amendola, Welker, and Edelman, I don't think any of the guys were six feet tall. None of the guys weighed probably 200 pounds. No. Nope. But there was something inside of them. Something inside that Nikhil apparently hasn't had. They, they gave him to Chicago for a seventh-round pick. Right. Okay. I like Nikhil. I liked his ability on the field. Right. I mean, I you saw what he college. did in college. Yeah. And you're like, okay, this is a big-body receiver. Uh, uh, Brady hadn't had a big-body receiver in a very long time. Can nope. make tough contested, uh, tough contested catches. But like I said, Skip, maybe like uh, when you start behind the eight ball like he started – you know, you start, you're injured, you get nicked. Yeah. You're a first-round draft pick. Press, you and, drop balls. He dropped a big ball against Dallas that yeah, year there. Yeah, oh. and everybody came, hey, man, how, how close are your coaches coming by? How close are you? You ready to practice? Yep. Nope. And he, I, it doesn't seem like to me, Skip, he ever regained his confidence <clears throat> from that first year. I guess not. <laughs> All right, guys, from two very established quarterbacks over to – Shall we call him an up-and-coming? I don't know. He does have an MVP. 
Lamar Jackson falling into the second tier of the athletics rankings. These rankings are causing a lot of drama, not just for you, Skip. One defensive coordinator said if he has to pass to win the game, they ain't winning the game. He's so unique as a player, but I don't give a bleep if he wins the league MVP 12 times. I don't think he'll ever be a number one as a quarterback. He'll be a one as a football player, but not as a quarterback. Man, it's getting dramatic here with these anonymous quotes. Shannon, you think there's any truth to this about Lamar? Skip, there's some truth. I, I mean, I've said his consistency. You have said. Throwing the football, his accuracy. Yep. But Skip, this is over the top. How can a man win 12 MVPs, 10 MVPs, 12 MVPs, and he's not a tier one quarterback? I mean, it's, come on now. Oh, if you want to say, look, I believe it's going to be very hard for the Ravens. And I've said this. I believe it's going to be very hard with Lamar Jackson as the player that he is currently. Unless he improves with his consistency, unless he proves with his accuracy, it's going to be very difficult unless you have the 2000 Ravens defense. You have the 2014 uh, 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 Seattle's defense. You have a defense like that. Okay. But if you're going to rely on your offense and Lamar Jackson is your quarterback, yep. he's going to have to become more proficient at throwing the football consistently and accurately. That's why I leave it. But now to just say, well, he's a football player, and if he win 10 MVPs, he's not going to be a tier one with them. Come on now. <laughs> I, I, Skip, I, like I said, I, I think sometimes guys be trying to make a point, and you don't realize that when you're making a point, you like you sound ridiculous. Give the man credit for more than that. The guy is 37 and 12. What this guy is doing, Skip, well, he's not Tom Brady. He doesn't drop back, and he doesn't throw the ball from the pocket like uh, 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 Herbert or, 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 or Rodgers. Yep. There's more than one way to do a certain task. My only concern is, can he get better? And, each, and, and uh, Skip, I've seen him. I saw the game against Miami. He opened the season, throw five touchdowns. He had a perfect quarterback rating. I've seen him throw five touchdowns with zero pick and pick a team apart. Yep. So I know he's more than capable, but consistency. That's the only thing that concerns me. Now, if he get consistent at the right time, he can get consistent five or six games, and those five or six games happen to start at the end of the season, well, he can ride that hard streak all the way to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. but, but for this guy to say all what he said, come on, bro. Yep. I get it. He's never going to look like Aaron Rodgers. He's never going to look like Tom Brady or some of these prototypical quarterbacks that we've gone accustomed to. Yep. But my thing is, even if he doesn't look like them, he's still going to have to throw the ball with a little bit more consistency, a little bit more accuracy, if he's going to take the Baltimore Ravens where they believe he can take him yep. and ultimately where he wants to take them, and that's to the Super Bowl. But, man, once you start talking about he can win all this and do all that and he's still not going to be a Tier 1, anything that you said before that, I got to dismiss now. Okay. Here we go again with another classic anonymous quote. <laughs> it is shoot from the lip. It is over-the-top exaggeration and overstatement to make his point. Yes. His name is not attached, so he feels like he can just let it fly to impress Mike Sando. I know what I'm talking about. Let me tell you what the truth here is. And yet, as you always say, there's some truth in a lie. <laughs> so the one thing that leaped out for me was he'll be a one, as in top tier, as a football player. Okay, there's the truth that I do believe in. Right. Because I tell you all the time, I believe in Lamar because I believe in his football backbone. He's got football character to mm -hmm. me. H however you want to couch it, frame it, label it, 
gamer, baller. He'll just figure out a way to beat you because you mentioned he's 37 and 12 as a starter among quarterbacks drafted since 2018. That's a, a, a 788 winning clip, 0.788. That's number one on the list of every quarterback drafted since 2018. Mm-hmm. Okay, it'll work because you are winning games. Now, you're with a great organization that you know full yeah. well because you played there. And you've been surrounded by good coaching and, and players who know how to play. Last year, they got devastated yeah. beyond that. They got decimated in ways no other team got right. decimated by injuries, and it wasn't fair. And he got hurt also and, right. and was gone for the, the home stretch. I don't think anybody, I don't think Brady, Rodgers, no. no, with all those injuries that they had on offense, defense. No, nobody, nobody not could have done that. But, but the whole idea, this notion that, that I don't care if he wins 12 MVPs on, out of one. If you won 12 straight MVPs, <laughs> trust me, you'd be the one. Yes. Because you can't. It's hard to win an MVP. Yes. And he already won one. He's already won one. And he won it in his second year. It's, man, it's close to impossibly great. So the, the point here is I believe in him. Because there's more than one way to skin a Super Bowl trophy. Right. You, you don't believe at the highest level. Most people, the, 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 like the ultimate truth in pro football is you can't go win a Super Bowl without throwing it from the pocket when you have to throw it from the pocket. Right. I still believe he can throw it effectively from the pocket because it's not pretty. It's the, the mechanics aren't the best. Right. But he throws darts. When he gets in rhythm... In that MVP year, I remember the game up in Buffalo and the Colts, he just shredded them. Right. I'm like, what is this? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not bombs away. It, it's not sweet rainbows over the top. It, it's dart throwing. It's effective. Obviously, it, it's, it, it's made so much better by the fact that if he does escape on you, he's it's going to <laughs> hurt you badly. Exactly. And, and there are all kinds of quotes in this article about, we spend the whole offseason asking people, how do we stop that? Because if you don't, right. he, he will literally run you out of the building. Mm-hmm. But, but he can also, thanks with the compliment of the legs, he, he can throw you right. out of the building too. That's just me. I, I think he can go win a Super Bowl because some guys are just made of whatever the right stuff right. is. What, whatever he's got burning inside of him, Edelman had burning inside of him and Amendola had, it's just some... As you know, you just said the, the Hall of Fame is it's full of people who weren't drafted in the first round because it's what was burning inside right. them. I, I don't know what it is. You were seventh round draft choice. Yep. Okay, well, what is it? I there there's some X factor that that the greatest drafters in the history of the NFL draft they they can't find it. They can't recognize it. It reveals itself to them over time, maybe in training camp, right. the first training camp. That sharp, that that sharp can play. And then they're like, oh, "Well, we missed him. We might need to go back and reevaluate." Well, you just looked at where he from an HBCU. He wasn't the fast. He didn't run four three. Yada yada yada. And y'all didn't give him the same look that you'd have given a guy from the University of Michigan or the University of Miami. And I think the thing is with Lamar is that you know, Skip, when you watch him and you watch the game against Indy last year on television, you're like, dude, just just bottle that. Or you watch him against Kansas City. Just bottle that. Mm-hmm. That's it. You, no more. I, I got you. No more. You anything. No, no more than that. Right? What you just did against right. Indy and what you did against Kansas City. Just keep that. I get you on the consistency. It comes and it goes. Yes. And it's scary. 
and I'm sure it's scaring the the holy unholy hell out of the Ravens right now because they're looking at a Kyler, a beyond Kyler right. deal. They're looking at an Aaron-type deal for this guy. I, I'm betting on this guy. I told you he's better than Kyler is. I, I just, I've seen enough. He's a little better than Kyler. He deserves to make a little more money than Kyler. Right. I'm pretty sure he's a little more dedicated to the process than Kyler yeah. is. Okay? So, th- th- these things are, are just so, th- they're so damaging to yeah. to his reputation, these anonymous quotes. They're, they can be enlightening, and there's some truth in there. Right. But... I do love the fact that he went so far as he's a one as a football player. Okay, well, I, I can bottle that. Right. I can win with that. That's just me. But I tend to like guys who are a little out of the box, just a little bit. It, I, I like Jalen Hurts. You don't. I like Tebow. You didn't. Right. I, those those kind of guys, there's something that's burning inside them. They'll figure it out. Right. Can they win a Super Bowl? Well, no, none of them. We've seen Trent Dilfer win the Super Bowl. Right. With your defense. Right. 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 Because at the, end of, at the end of the day, Skip, if you go back and you look at the Super Bowl the last couple of years, now obviously the, the, uh, the Tampa situation was a little different. Yeah. But it's going to come down to a drive because the teams are too evenly matched late in the ball game. And it came down to a drive, the Rams. Matthew Stafford had, was make, had to make a no-look throw. He made him look no-look throw. <laughs> and so it, it, it's going to come down. And you look at Brady. You mentioned Brady. Six-game winning drive. It wasn't no legs, no scrambling. It came down to the ability to throw the football from the pocket. It does. And that's a lot of times. Tom Brady against, uh, against Kev, uh, uh, the, uh, the Seahawks. And you go back and look at you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to win a game throwing the football from the pocket. Okay. Especially by, in today's game. By the way, I discount the contribution of Trent Dilfer to your Super Bowl <laughs> with the Ravens, but Trent Dilfer, I forget exactly. Wasn't he like the second or third pick? In the like, draft? I think he's the fourth pick in the fourth draft. Pick? Okay, but he, no, I'm fifth, talking yeah. about he's a top five. Yeah, pick. absolutely. And he's six. Yeah, and he had he had gone to he had gone to the Pro Bowl. Yeah. So it wasn't like the, the guy was a twelfth round draft pick. The guy came. I mean, they rated him fairly high, considering that he was a top. I think he was a top five pick. I think Indy. Indy they, uh, uh, that was when um, Mel Kiper and I forget the former general manager yeah. that got into it. He said Mel Kiper has about as much ability to pick as my mailman. Mm-hmm. Um, they took Trev Alfred, and it was also between Heath Schuler and Trent for, for which quarterback you know, would go. Because I think he went cheap, went two to Washington. To but, North Turner. Yes. He, he slightly favored Heath Schuler over Trent. Yeah. But, but Trent was still. He's pretty good. Yeah, he was prototypical pocket pass. Right, right, right. and okay. and that's what. And I believe in today's game, it's going to come down to being able to make throws from the pocket. Yes, you can get out of harm's way, but teams going to bottle you up and says, "Okay, don't let him out the pocket." So we'll just rush three, or we'll just keep a spy on him. We want him to keep him in the pocket, and that's what we saw teams do that with Mahomes. Mahomes said, "No, no, 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 don't let him escape the pocket. Yep. Keep his butt in the pocket, because mm. that's when he's most dangerous. Because not only can he hurt you with his legs, he can throw the ball over you, over you, over the top of you. Mm. That's what they're telling you about Lamar. We cannot run past him because he'll jump out the window and he's gone. If he gets the edge on us, he's gone. Let's you know, contain rushing and make him throw the football from the pocket. And we feel more times than not, we'll be able to get a hand on it, or we can confuse him." Okay, bottom line, I believe Lamar Jackson can win a Super Bowl at some point in his I, I think he's highly capable of winning a Super Bowl at some point in his career. Well, I'm going to trust, I, I'll probably trust him a little bit more than I trust Kyler, considering yeah. <laughs> Kyler playing video games when he's supposed to be studying. Uh, sounds like it. <laughs>
Well, Shannon, your guy LeBron is certainly weighing in on Lamar's side. I don't know if you saw his IG yesterday, but he took not. to IG to defend Lamar, calling whoever this anonymous source is a hater. Okay, <laughs> speaking of LeBron, he's got another big decision to make. Skip and Shannon get into it. Coming up next on Undisputed. No mercy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. You remember the last time LeBron was eligible for an extension? December 2020, the Lakers had just won a title in the bubble, and he was finals MVP. Since then, the Lakers have only won two off playoff games and completely missed out on the playoffs this year. Now, LeBron becomes eligible to sign a two-year, $97 million extension August 4th. That's coming up. Shannon, what is your guy LeBron going to do? Do you expect him to re-sign with the Lakers? And if so, when will he commit? Look, the only leverage LeBron James has ever played with any team he's been on, well, if you want me to sign back, I need to know that you're invested. And that you get LeBron James, you know what the stakes are, Skip. Since his second year, it's been win or bust. He knows the expectations that he came in with. He wasn't willing to wait to build. Oh, we're going to build something. We're going to wait to trust the process. We'll let these young guys develop. He's like, hell no. I ain't got time to develop. I'm not on that timeline. I'm on a right now schedule. The Lakers are on well. We, we got to see because 2027, 2029, LeBron says, I will tell you what, y'all will have them draft picks, but you won't have me in 2023. So that's, that's, that's the leverage. He's going to see, are the Lakers trying to exhaust every possible angle that they possess in order to make this team better to ensure yep. that we have an opportunity to compete for a championship? The status quo is not going to be acceptable. You better be trying to find a way. Now, you know, hey, uh, uh, and now because, Skip, everybody knows you want to get with Russ. What are they trying to do? Okay, we'll do it, but we want the 2029 pick also. The 2027 is just not enough because they know how bad you want to get off Russ. And so they're trying to do everything they possibly can to cling to that draft pick. Mm -hmm. We'll give you. Uh, Russ, we'll give you THT, we'll give you 2027, but we're not really trying to move that far out. And LeBron James says, look, y'all wasted one of my years. You wasted one. Now, I gave you a grace period because when I first signed here, I didn't say you had to make any other moves. I played with what we had. You didn't make any, didn't make any moves. I give you that one. He played with the kids. He played with yep. the kids. He said, now, now, hey, I'm done with that. Yep. You wasted. I had a great season. Great. I, don't, I didn't play as many games I would like. I'd like to play 10, 15 more games. I'd like that number to have been 70 instead of 55. But, Skip, this is the only leverage LeBron has is his ability to say, look, y'all know I'm up after this year, right? Y'all do know that, right? 
Yep. And so I believe he will sign the contract only when he believed Rob Palenka, only when he believed the Lakers have done their due diligence and everything they possibly can to make this a championship contending team. Mm. I don't. I think deep down inside, I don't think LeBron believes it's a championship contending team mm. as it's currently constructed. I don't either. I've told you when we discussed the KD Brooklyn situation, it feels to me like effectively they're just patting Kevin on the head and saying, <laughs> we're trying, we're trying hard, but they're not really trying right. because the price they've set is, is <laughs> unreachable, unattainable, will not happen right. because they have Kevin for four more years and they're just saying, we're going to do this with you and Kyrie here next right. year, hopefully with Ben Simmons joining. Is it possible they're patting effectively LeBron on the head, as in placating, as in oh, Rob saying, I, I'm out there beating the bushes, man. I'm trying as hard as I can. And yet, Jeannie's upstairs saying, enough. We are who we are. LeBron wanted Westbrook. AD wanted Westbrook. They got him. And now we are stuck with him because we gave in last year to them. Mm -hmm. We are stuck with Russ for one more year at 47, whatever it is, point something million yeah. dollars. 47.1 yeah. million dollars. Mm -hmm. And by God, Jeannie is saying, I have the leverage. The, the optimal word here is who does have the leverage? August 4th, the clock can start to tick. But it could tick for a long time because you don't really have to commit Till uh, what? This, the day before the season starts? Right, probably. You could affect it. No, I'm talking about a whole nother year. Okay. It could go, right? Right, right. Because you, you don't have to, to extend. You can just let it play and play and play out. Right. You could become a completely free agent, which he's done before, and work the system beautifully. Right. LeBron has done a masterful job of staying in control and in command of his fate. Yes. Because he is always held on to the power. He's never cashed in his chips too soon. He, he's always waited it out. He, he's had great patience to play the system the way it's set up to be played pro player. Right. And he's taken great advantage. Now he's up against Jeannie Buss. She's a proud woman. She, her father taught her well. And so now it's, it's a clash between them of who does have the power because I think Jeannie is looking at LeBron What's he going on now? Age 38. 38. He'd be 38. 38 in December, late December. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's year 20, and I think she's gambling that LeBron just wants to stay here and finish here. He loves it here. His family loves it here. It's perfect for him to be in Hollywood for his off the court, and, and he's continuing to segue beautifully into his second career. And I think she's saying, we hold all the cards. He doesn't. We do. That, yeah. That's what I think she is saying. Now, LeBron may have different ideas, but he's going to have to go to the mat on this one to show her, uh, would he leave? Possibly. I don't think that's what he wants to do, but I think the thing that's working in LeBron's favor, LeBron is about championship and so are the Lakers. Lakers, are no, I mean, Jeannie knows. As she said it before, losing is unacceptable. I expect the product to be better than what we were last year. Yep. And that's what Laker Nation expects. When you've won as much as they have, you've had the success that they've had, Anything less is unacceptable. But you know, Skip, when you get LeBron James, you know it's all in every single year. No, it's, I got it's that. shove your chips all in. No, I, I got it. And it should be. <laughs> but Jeannie's also banking on 
what is going to be a momentous occasion. He's going to pass Kareem. I'm knocking on wood for LeBron that he stays healthy. Right. But but if he stays reasonably healthy, he's, he's going to pass Kareem. Yeah, average 16 points for 82 games. He'll pass Kareem. Average what he normally does, he'll do it about 54, 55 games okay, if so, he gets his average. So I, I'm pretty sure we're going to be looking at 50-ish games. Right. We're going to have a big – you're going to come out here celebrate. I bet come out here to rock and chair like, <laughs> like, like, like LeBron. <laughs> okay. It's huge. And – Genie obviously needs it, wants it to happen in La La Land as Laker. Yeah. He wants Laker to pass Laker yeah. as opposed to, I was proposing the trade, the only trade that made any sense to me was KD straight up for LeBron, let LeBron and Kyrie right. play in Brooklyn next year. But I don't think Genie wants LeBron to pass Kareem no. as a net, no. right? No, Okay. Because you, you think about, Skip, all those guys, like guys that have hoard, held the score and uh, Wilt held, held the record. He was a Laker. Laker. Kareem, yeah. Laker. Kobe with 33,000 points. Laker. LeBron in a Lakers uniform. So, Beautiful. obviously. <laughs> okay. But I think she thinks she holds the power because she's just reading his tea leaves saying, well, he, he's, he doesn't want to go anywhere. I know he's made a lot of suggestions about, I want to play with Bronny. Right. Well, you keep saying it. it's so far out there. It is. It's such a long shot. Mm-hmm. Is Bronny going to be good enough to play? I don't know. I mean, he's been hooping. I mean, yeah. it's summer. He's hooping. He's hooping. And I think the thing, but Skip, that's the earth Skip. That's year 22. Because LeBron, I mean, even if he doesn't go to college, he go to the G League. That's one year. So that's year 21. So Bronny will be a senior. That's year, just year 20 for Bron. Okay, 21. He in the G League or he's in college. Now, is he good enough to get elevated to the NBA? That's year 22. Skip, that's a long. So if he signs a two-year extension... Oof. Yeah. That's way out there. That, that is. That, I don't think, look, I know LeBron, he's looking, yeah, one eye looking down the road and one eye, you know, looking over his shoulder like, well, damn, I could theoretically, this could happen. And this might be the only time this ever happens in the NBA, this, in NBA history where we get a Ken Griffey senior and junior moment. That doesn't happen often. I don't know if it's ever happened in football. It damn, I don't know if it's ever happened in basketball. The, only, the occasion I know is the, is the baseball with Ju- junior and senior Griffey. I don't think it's ever. Did it happen in hockey? Did, uh, uh, I believe it did. Or, nah, uh, Hull. Mm-hmm. Bobby Hull, and I think, I think he, he might have played with, but Skip. LeBron is saying, Jeannie, I get it. I know you want to hold on. But, Skip, I, I'm not so sure that I'm willing to give up 2029 20, for Buddy Hill and Miles Turner either. But everybody knows you want to get rid of Russ, and they're going to, we want to take him off your hand. We really want to help you. But it's going to cost you two, those two first-round picks. Okay. And remember, that's what Russ' agent said. Reading the tea leaves, you're going to have to throw in extra draft compensation for someone to take him off your hands. This is why it was a bad skip. If it was a one-year deal, a one-year experiment. I agree. One year would have worked, and you're done. You're done. And you're out. Oh, it didn't work. so out. It it, it didn't work. We tried. We gave it a run. It didn't work. This is crushing. That's why, Skip, if I see something on the menu— can I try that as an appetizer? I don't want to get to give. The last thing I want to do is get something that costs $100 and I didn't like it. Let me get it for $18, Agreed. $20. Agreed. Therefore, I was like, nah, that's not for me. I only spent $20 as opposed to getting that as my meal and I'm stuck with something I didn't want and I paid 100 bucks for it. Yep. So you get rust for one year, you're like, okay, man, it didn't work. Okay, boom, we were moved on. We got a $47 million spot, a max player spot that we can Beautiful. sign somebody. Perfect. But you got it for two. Ooh. Oh. So here you sit, and there Jeannie sits 
up in her office, and I think she's telling Polinka, uh, wake me up when LeBron wants to extend. Just yeah. wake me up because she doesn't care. The clock is ticking, but not in her office because she's just saying he's going to finish with us. I don't care when he commits. Tell me when he commits. Just wake me up. Jenny, get on the phone. Call Rich Paul. Y'all go to the marina. Y'all sit down. Y'all have margaritas. Y'all do whatever y'all do. And hey, LeBron, tell me what you think. Mm. How do we, how how do we become a championship contending team again? Mm. What do we What do I need to do? What can I What can I say to make you feel confident that I want the same thing that you want? Yep. That's what I do. I call Rich Paul. I say, Rich. Hit LeBron up. I want to have a sit down. Nope. She doesn't need to, though. Yeah, she no, 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 it's not about needing to. It's about we in this thing together. Because like we want the same thing. Thing. Yeah, we in this together, Skip. Hmm. That's, like, that's how you do it sometimes, you know. You're peace talk. You know, I call, hey, tell your girl I want to talk to her. You know, hey, we said some things. Tell her how do I make it right. Hmm. I know she want what I want. I want her. She want me. Let's go sit down. We have a cocktail. We get some chicken wings. So, you know, we we talk. Mm. Genius thinking, if it were Kobe, I'd go. <laughs> there you go. See, I knew you <laughs> Right? If it were Kobe, I'd go. Right? See, I know you. I knew you go to that. I knew you go to by the way, one other quick point. When you go to the marina, you're going to the doctor. Am yeah, I right exactly, about that? exactly. That's exactly. That's the, the that's the, that's the, the yeah, Watkins to Barry. Get an appeal from Doctor Elatron. That's the I only know. time I'm in, the marina. in the marina too. <laughs> you're right about that. I haven't been to Between the marina. Between the KD sweepstakes, <laughs> guys, and this LeBron watch, a lot of eyes on the NBA world. Yes. All right, let's get back to the NFL sphere, though. Does Patrick Mahomes need to change his playing style? There are some really scintillating comments out there. We're going to debate that when Undisputed returns. No mercy. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. After one of the greatest games in recent memory, the MLB returns to the place where dreams come true. Relive the magic when the Reds take on the Cubs for one game in heaven. One game at the Field of Dreams, August 11th on Fox. All right, Patrick Mahomes ranking second in the athletics quarterback tiers, right behind Aaron Rodgers. However, no shortage of drama. One veteran defensive play caller had this to say about the KCQB. We love Mahomes because of his unorthodox throws, not because of his natural pocket presence. When that disappears, that is when they lose games. I don't think that is a one. I think that is a two. Nothing against the guy. I love the kid. But take his first read away, and what does he do? He runs, he scrambles, and he plays street ball. Huh. 
Man, these rankings, they've got everybody talking. Shannon, I'm going to guess you might have a problem with this. I got a big problem with it. So how much street ball did he play? And the best game happened last year, Buffalo, Kansas City. Divisional game, Skip. How, how, how much street ball did he play? Did they see that? How many quarterbacks do you believe in the history of the game could have done what Mahomes did? Take a lead, give the lead. Think about how many times the game changed in the final two minutes of the ball game. How many guys could have done that? Okay, the year they won the Super Bowl, fall behind 24, fall behind 10 points. How much was street ball? Okay, they did. Last year they took away for a first read. He tried to force the football. But the last eight games, when they forced him to like, okay, go to your second and third options. 314 yards a game, 23 touchdowns, four interceptions, 71 completion, uh, 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 completion percentage. What? Skip, I mean, they're getting outrageous with this now. To say now, you're going to take the highlight plays, you're going to use that against him. The plays that he runs out of the pocket and he can throw the ball 55 yards over someone's head, hit Tyreek, we use that against him. Mahomes never runs just for the sake of running, Skip. I didn't even know, we, we didn't know he could run like he ran until he scrambled in that championship run. And we felt like, well, hold on. It's a little unorthodox how he does. He doesn't look like as smooth as Lamar, but he booking. He getting first down at the first down. He getting touchdowns. Now he's a two. Skip, come on now. Uh, even, even you. Okay, okay, yeah, I know you don't. So a lot of people don't like uh, 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 the no-look passes. And I saw him the other day pack, practicing the behind the back. And he's going to dial it up during the season, too. You know, and, <laughs> I agree. There's a reason why he practices that, because Andy going to call a play where they swing the back out of the backfield and, and uh, my homeboy going to throw it behind his back. So in four starts, one late start as a rookie, he's 15-13. Four conference championship games that he's played in, started. Four Pro Bowls and a Super Bowl MVP and a regular season MVP. And the guy's not tier one. I don't know what tier one is. Well, there is no tier one quarterback. If Patrick Mahomes is not a tier one quarterback, there aren't any. Because although Aaron Rodgers has four MVPs, how many Super Bowls has he been to in the last four years? Mahomes has just equally as impressive. Yep. Equally as impressive. His record might be better than his. Four conference championship games, same as Aaron. He won one, went to two Super Bowls. And he's a Super Bowl MVP. I will give you that. So this notion, come on, Skip. This is this is this is ridiculous. The man's only now he's a street ball player. Now he's just I just can't with these guys. They just they just go overboard. They 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 make a point like, okay, yeah, you can take his first read away. You can have some success against him. But now to make it seem like that's all he does. That he just runs around the field, just runs sideline to sideline and just throw the ball over his head. Stop. Okay. I'm gonna give you your first point which is he's a flat-out one <laughs> and, and always will be to me. And I'm not the biggest fan of my homeboy, but he ain't no two. <laughs> the arm is just too great. The athletic ability is too great. He played shortstop in high school. His father obviously pitched in the big room mm -hmm. for a long time. But he's weirdly athletic because – he gets a little heavy during the year, which is fine because you need the armor, the body armor. <laughs> but when he gets rolling down the field, he, he can lumber. Yeah. And, and he's got some speed to him because he has athletic ability. Mm -hmm. So in the end, my issue is, is 
is the crux of this issue is the only reason he's been overrated is that as another one of the, this, another anonymous quoter here, a defensive play caller said, if Mahomes has a quote unquote flaw, I do not think he is the greatest at diagnosing. And I don't either. I've said that from the start. He has great feel for his weaponry especially those two guys. And I do think he's going to miss Tyreek. And I'm fascinated to see how he and Andy figure out how to make it happen, make it work, make it explode with no Tyreek. Because the defensive play caller also says it's like they play NBA iso ball and they just try to get enough space for one matchup on Kelsey or one matchup on Tyreek where they will just beat your brains out with whoever is, is getting singled or just flat out getting open. Right. And, Patrick has been not good. He's been great at find, uh, isolating that matchup and getting them the football on time. But, Skip, that's what you try to do. What, you try I, to get I, your I ball to it. your best player. What do you think Green Bay's trying to do? You think they're trying to clear it out for Lazard? You think they were trying to clear it out for Valdez Scanlon? They're trying to get the ball. They're trying to get it isolated to get it to Devontae Adams. That's why they call them number ones. You got a number one wide out in Tyreek. You got a true number one tight end in Kelsey. Yes, I'm going to try to diagnose put them in situations where they can be successful because I know what they can do when they get the ball in their hands. But I'm talking rare speed in Tyreek. Oh, yeah. Rare speed for a tight end in Kelsey. Yes. Rare speed in athletic ability. Yes. Where, where they can play iso ball, and it is NBA-like, and Patrick has some NBA going in him. But in the end, you, you have to win, as you say, from the pocket. Yes. And I don't know that he's great at, at speed reading like Brady and Peyton and whoever else. Well, knows. a lot of that is dying. that. Bang, bang, bang. Oh, I'll go to my third choice. But here's the thing, Skip. Their offense is predicated on pushing the ball down the field. It is. Because they got so much speed. And when you have speed, what are you trying to do? You're trying to get get four verticals. How quick can we get down the field? Because I got a guy that can throw the ball 55, 60 yards over your head. So if you don't get deep enough, I'm going to throw it over your head. Now, but you saw, Skip, everybody started playing coverage. What did everybody do? Tampa set the precedent. So Tampa said, you know what, we're going to make it. They, they set the precedent in the second quarter of the regular season right. game at Tampa after Tyreek had gone for 203 <laughs> three yards in the first quarter. Right. The first quarter, he gets 203. Right. They're going to say, you know what, we're not going to give you those big plays. And that's on a pretty good corner in Carlton Davis. Yes. You, you put him on it. You said, Todd Bolt said, I, I think my guy can equal. No, Mm-mm. no, he can't. Mm-mm. Sorry. Mm-mm. But then in the last three quarters, here came Tampa, and it manifests itself again in the Super Bowl. But you look at the last eight games when he said, you know what, I'm going to check it down. I'll take the swing. I'll take the little spot route. I'll take the, you know, I'll take the, uh, the short cross with Kelsey. Uh, Tyreek's not there. They're not giving Kelsey the seams. 314, 23 touchdowns, four interceptions, 71% completion percentage. Team scored 35 points a game. Here's something, Skip. People say, uh, uh, there were six games in which he targeted Tyreek Hill Five targets or less, the Chiefs averaged 35 points in those games. So I, I think Tyreek, yeah, they're going to miss him because that, that's a rare have speed. Him out there. Yeah, yeah, that's a rare speed. But I think Tyreek's going to miss Patrick well, Mahomes okay. too. All right, no, no doubt. Every time I see Tyreek talk, I'm like, you have no idea what you're talking about. He's comparing two to Mahomes. Hey, broke, you, you have no idea. He broke his heart. It broke his heart to side with my. No bro, I know it did. Bro, bro, you took the money. It's okay. We good with it, Reek. You took the money. You good. Thank you. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes has been so blessed to be chosen and to play for Andy Reid. Yeah. Because he does have offensive genius to him. But 
but Patrick has some spoiled quarterback child in him because Andy just loves him to a fault. And Andy loves to polish Andy's genius, daddy's right. genius, yeah. by, by letting him try to get away with the globetrotter stuff. Let's go no look. Let's go behind the back. Let's yeah. go between the legs. Let's go. The underhand. Okay. Equip with the underhand, the shovel pass, the Kelsey. Okay. Andy's doing that for Andy's own ego. But he has somebody capable of yes. executing those plays. He never did that with McNabb. No. You look at the offense. No. I mean, look, look at this True. offense. True. And, and yet, Andy makes us a fair point. I try to keep it fun for everybody. Right. I keep everybody engaged because we're going to put in new wrinkles, new, yep. new crazy plot yes. twists every yes. week. Okay, I, I got that. It's just offensive to me that, that Patrick's actually pa- practicing behind the back. <laughs> practicing in camp. You're practicing. It's outrageous. It's wrong. It I don't think it serves you well in the long run. That's just me. And and yet, I, I don't argue with the, the overall success. I only argue with last year's numbers. They were down in every category. I got you. He came on strong at the yeah. end after they started to refigure it out. Skip, the man had – I mean, think about what you said, a down year for Patrick Mahomes. For him, it was. 4,837 touchdowns. In every category – by his standards, yeah. was a little down, a little down, all the way across the board. QBR a lot down last year. He did not, by his standards, have a great yeah. year. Well, at some point, you have to clean it up a little bit, and you have to make the cut and dried plays. You have to make them consistently because Brady just lives on them. Right. You, you say dink and dunk, but, but listen, Tom will say... Hell yeah. Right. Give me dinks and dunks. But see, give me six, seven yards. But 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 that's their offense. They don't have they didn't have the speed when you got Tyreek running four two and McCole Harmon running four three and you got Robinson and you got all these guys that can get down the field in a hurry, Skip. And plus they're not, they, you don't want those guys banging with the uh, uh, the little slot stuff, the little quick stuff, because they're gonna get hurt. That's so much speed to sl- uh, uh, to sit down in, in that area. I want to push the ball down the field. So they did a great job of pushing the ball down the field. And when teams took that away, Patrick Mahomes nickel and dime, nickel and dime, and then got you to come up, and then he threw the ball over your head. But, Skip, the mere fact that he said the guy's not a one. Skip, that should disqualify everything else that he said because you said the guy wasn't a one. If, if you look at just his four years, 50 and 13, four conference championships, two Super Bowl appearances, four, four Pro Bowls, an MVP and a Super Bowl MVP. If that's not tier one, well, who is? Aaron Rodgers has the MVPs, but he doesn't have the Super Bowl appearances in that time frame. Nobody does. Nobody. The only person that can say they that is Brady. That's the only guy. So, and, and you saying Mahomes is not a tier one quarterback with just that resume in a four year period? What? That's absurd. Okay, I gave you that point. That is absurd. But it's not absurd to say that he doesn't diagnose as well as some of the other quarterbacks. He just doesn't because he doesn't have to. He hasn't had to before. Yeah, but maybe see, next year he will have to. But how many? Skip, think about how many three-step drops is it? Basically, everything is a five-step drop because now he's trying to push the ball down the field. If 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 you take it like Brady. Brady's pulling up with three steps, so yeah, you got to diagnose quick because you got shallow cross, you got the spot route, you got the end cut. They're not doing that. They got the goal ball, they got the seam, they got the backside post. <laughs> They're all going to take a little time, but but he does lock in. Yes, because he sees something because he's just like salivating for right. it. Right, I, I got to get this ball deep to Tyree. Right, and then to the first anonymous quarters point. There are times when he'll just bail, and then, then he's going to make it up on the fly. I'm right. just going to figure something out. And 
what, whatever you want to call it, street ball, backyard football, whatever it is, he's really good at it. Yeah. I give you that. But over time, you can beat that over time. So we'll see what happens. Is he going to get back and win another Super Bowl? Is he going to be a Super Bowl MVP? Well, now the clock is ticking on Patrick Mahomes starting this year because I have never in my career seen anything like Tyreek on a football field. I've no. never seen anything like No, you're that. right. It's just, it's, <laughs> it's breathtaking. Yeah. I, I would just sit back last year, the play made against Buffalo, where he just... All yeah. of a sudden, he, he, he takes the two cross, man. and all of a sudden, he's just gone. Splits the seam is over. And, and he makes everybody look like they were literally standing still, and they're not standing no, still. No, they're, they're not. Okay. Skip, that was the best defense in football. And Patrick Mahomes threw for three for 378 and four touchdowns. And he ran, what, three touchdowns, four touchdowns, and ran for another one? I mean, that that's just, that's tier one in and of itself. Not very many guys. Skip, there are not very many guys that could have got their team with 13 seconds in field goal range. Mm. He did that. After being down when he said, okay, Buffalo got it now. He scores a touchdown. Buffalo comes back, scores a touchdown. Oh, it's, it's oh, well. Mm. He gets in field goal range. Then he gets the ball in overtime, Skip. He goes right down the field and scores. Uh, hey, I told you. <laughs> I never forgave Bob Stoops for punting to Tyreek Hill in an Oklahoma-Oklahoma State bedlam game. You yeah. just can't, you can't punt it to him. Don't punt it in. Punt it out of bounds. You have to punt it out of bounds. And he beat him at the buzzer with a whatever it was. 92-yard putt. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, because that's you, you could just see it right there before your yes. very eyes. That's who he is. Well, the pressure is on Mahomes this season, guys. Chiefs opening training camp this week. You know he wants to avenge that AFC championship yep. loss from last season. All right. Skip, let's talk a little bit about your Cowboys coming up How next. Should Mike McCarthy be on the hot seat no starting kidding. next season? Skip and Shannon weigh in in just a moment. No mercy. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly, it's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Mike McCarthy not happy with reporters asking about his job status in a recent media session. He said it's, quote, irritating. The first question you ask me has nothing to do with how I do my job. I show up every day for work to win a championship. How do we win today? That's what I'm asking. All right, Shannon, he's a bit on the hot seat, but do you think McCarthy has a point here? Hell no, nah, he got no point. Skip, you tell me you show up to do your job is because you're on the hot seat because you haven't been doing your job very well. It comes with the territory, Mike McCarthy. You're in a high-profile position. You coach the Dallas Cowboys. You made promises and assurance to Jerry Jones because you had won a championship. You say, you see, you're not dealing with Aaron Rodgers. You won two MVPs under me. One to the Super Bowl, yada, yada, yada. You sold that man a bill of goods and ain't been able to deliver. 
absolutely is fair. Just like they ask players questions. Do you think you're going to be here if your things don't turn around? Remember how they was asking Amari? Well, Amari Cooper might be on the trade. Amari might get traded. Amari might get released. Yep. That's what comes with the territory if the reporters feel like you're not performing. Mm-hmm. They ask the questions. I don't think you're going nowhere because Jerry likes having him around. Because guess what? Jerry gets to run the show. Mike McCarthy gets to do absolutely nothing. Just have the title and, you know, head coach in, th- in title. He doesn't call any offensive plays, doesn't call any defensive plays. He doesn't do anything in free agency. He doesn't do anything in the draft. So he has a very prominent role, title. But what does he actually do? Nothing. It's absolutely fair. What you think? You think you get to get this job, go out in the playoffs like a goat, and everything's okay? Nah, it ain't. And they go, guess what? And when you get... Are they starting camp? They start today. Yep. Guess what? They're going to ask you that again today. They are. And when you lose, the next <laughs> and when you lose your first game of the regular season? Yep. Exactly. I'm going to read this opening statement again. <laughs> it's irritating that the first question you ask me has nothing to do with how I do my job. Wrong, Mike. It has everything to do with how you haven't done your job. Exactly. Everything to do. <laughs> He goes on to say, my viewpoint is it's not a story. It's a media-driven narrative or at least a narrative driven outside of my realm. You want it to be outside your realm. It's all about your realm or lack thereof. Yeah. Now I'm going to make the case that Mike McCarthy and Russell Westbrook have one thing and only one thing in common in life. They both, in their jobs, got exposed at the highest level, Russ, last year, McCarthy over the last two years, because they wound up on stages that were much bigger than the stages that they formerly occupied. Yes. Not that Green Bay isn't a big stage, but somehow McCarthy operated in the shadows of Aaron Rodgers. Correct. He just did. He did. I, I don't know how he got away with it, but Aaron was so great, especially during regular seasons and certainly during that road wild card run mm-hmm. in which they had to win three road games to get to a Super Bowl in Dallas, Texas, ironically. And they pulled it off because they took him along for a great ride. Mm-hmm. Aaron took him along for a great <laughs> ride. And the greatest thing he ever did was to challenge the Dez catch, which was a catch, but got overturned. I don't know how. But the point was, I give Mike credit for that, that he gets none for in any game management situation that I've seen him thrust into in Dallas, Texas now. I don't get it because I don't even know what his job is. I don't know what he does. And Russ got exposed at the very highest level last year in ways he should have been exposed before. He was really just doing the same things he always did, but you kept making the case. This is Laker Nation, baby. This is LeBron James. This is Anthony Davis. This is Jeannie Buss. This is the Showtime legacy. You're on stage. You wanted this because you grew up a diehard Laker fan. Mm -hmm. You got it. Exactly. Your childhood (laughs) dream just became your worst nightmare right here in Los Angeles, California. Congratulations, Russ. Well, Mike got his dream job coaching the Dallas Cowboys, and I don't know what he does. He's got to be the worst locker room motivator I've ever heard. (laughs) It's almost like beyond comprehension, and he got exposed during hard knocks of of a year ago. Mm -hmm. And now 
he says it, it's it's a media driven narrative. No, it's the narrative of the whole cowboy season. Yeah. It's can they win in spite of Mike McCarthy? Right. How long will Jerry suffer Mike? Because Mike's going to be the one taking all the slings and arrows. He, right. He'll be the scapegoat, obviously. Right. D- d- is, d- is Jerry sitting back chortling over all this because he thinks, I got me a great scapegoat here? Yeah, but Skip, let me ask you this. The season starts to, for them, the training camp starts yep. today. If he's feeling this kind of pressure right now, oh. what happens if he lose two games oh, back to back? Lord have mercy. <laughs> Did that mean, we ain't playing a game. We ain't, y'all ain't got a practice yet. You hadn't had a team meeting yet. And this is how you're reacting yep. to a possibility of being on the hot seat. Now you lose two games. Let's just say, and I'm not talking about losing to Tampa. I'm not talking about losing to the Rams. Lose to somebody you're supposed to beat. Mm-hmm. And what you, think, what you think is about to happen there, Mike? Yep. Last we saw Mike McCarthy... He sent a team out onto the field that was not ready to play a playoff game mm-hmm. at home. Not ready. And what did he, he made some weird remark after the game about, it. I was watching them in their Bible study and they looked like they weren't ready. What? What? Yeah. What, what was that about? I don't know. It's just, it, it's crazy talk from a guy who, who's desperate, who's just clinging for dear life here. And what happened? His team wasn't ready to play at kickoff and basically got blown off the field because neither side of the ball was ready. Offense wasn't ready. Defense wasn't ready. Nope. And that team ended up setting a franchise record for penalties in a playoff game. Doesn't that reflect on the head coach? Yeah. Above all? But, but Skip, all, all the, the whatever you are, the playoffs, it exposes it. Skip, this team was the most penalized team in the season to right. begin with. And we over the, overlooked it because they were winning. Oh, man. Oh, man. You, you making excuses, but they won the game. Did we win the game, Shadow? Who cares about those 10 penalties? Did we win? Then all of a sudden you get 14, you lose, and now you got the gas face. Now all of a sudden, hold on. But no, what, what, what's the problem now? You see what happened if you correct those things, the same thing I said about Kansas City, those penalties, jumping off sides, doing all those dumb things, grabbing face masks, hands to the face. You get into a playoff game, those things come back and bite you. They did. And then the franchise compounds it by going out and spending their first-round pick (laughs) on the most penalized player in all of college football, Tyler Smith. Match made in heaven. It's perfect. And I hope he can play his tail off, and he's going to be the starting left guard, segueing to left tackle. Is he that dude? I, I, you I better know. hope so. You just better hope so. You, you better hope that Mike McCarthy can just stay out of the way this year because they still have a core of talent. I still believe in their core of talent. I still believe CD is going to emerge and better. make you eat a little bit, of, if not a lot of crow, <laughs> on Mondays here on this show. He better. I think he's going to be a true one, a top-tier wide receiver. I think he'll be, by the end of the year, in the top ten. Most people will rank. But I need to see that, and I need Mike to stay out of the well, way. Well, how did – I mean, you do realize he got to be more than the one because he got that as his head coach. <laughs> so so how, how does Dak – how do your offense overcome him? It's not that easy because (laughs) you end up having to motivate yourself. Zach is going to have to step up and take a leadership role he has not taken before because I think he's going to have to seize control of the entire franchise. He's healthy. He seems happy. He's got abs. He's lost his baby fat. (laughs) This is a huge year for Dak Prescott 
just to seize control yeah. of the franchise and say, I got this. Yes. Because all the pregame speeches are going to have to come from number four, not from that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I remember y'all was going for it on fourth down. You like Mike McCarthy going for it on fourth down. You like the challenge. That's okay. I'm just going to sit right on here on my side, and he's going to challenge one, and you're going to say, Mike, what are you doing? I'm ready to drop the mic on Mike McCarthy because he has no idea. Mm-hmm. I give it about five weeks into the season. Okay. You come out here. I can't believe he's back, <laughs> but, but he is Yes, back. you can. You know, Jerry. And yet, I drank the metallic blue Kool-Aid when Jerry <laughs> hired him. I thought, well, he's a made man. He's got a Super Bowl ring. Thanks to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I'm no Aaron Rodgers fan, but I give him high marks, full credit for the creation of a Mike McCarthy who is now the bane of my existence in Dallas, Texas. Get five Way weeks. Way to go, Aaron. Thank you very much. You're going to lose your mind in five weeks. Five weeks? Five. Well, probably first game to see that the Tampa Bay beat the breaks off. Well, gentlemen. that's going to happen, but then it'll start to turn after that. <laughs> Skip, I hope you survive this football season. We'll have somebody that on standby just in case you need some uh, <laughs> mental support. All right, guys, over to the NBA. Dame Lillard, he's sticking with the grind in Portland. Is it the right call? We'll discuss in just a moment. No mercy. Saturday, it's baseball night in America on Fox. Carlos Correa leads the Twins in a battle against Manny Machado and the Padres. Or you might see the Phillies take on the Pirates or Cardinals Nationals. Action begins 7 Eastern on Fox. Check for the game in your area. Going out west now, the Trailblazers awarded Damian Lillard with a contract extension this offseason. It's an extension that will have him in Portland until he's 36. Former NBA champ J.R. Smith had a little something to say about it. Quote, I love his game. I respect him for doing what he's doing. But at the same time, it's like... You're just going to rot in Portland, bro? Ouch. As a small market fan, ouch. Shannon, is this criticism fair or unfair from JR? It's fair. Um, a lot of people, including myself, wanted to see, wants to see Dame go somewhere and compete for a title. I think he's too great of a talent not to be on the biggest stages competing for a title. But I think Dame, having had him on my podcast, he's built a little different. Um you know, when we talk about generational wealth, at the end of this contract, Dane will have made $400 million in NBA dollars, not to count what he's done off the court. So he's going to be able to sit up three, four generations for the rest of their life. And Dame is looking at it like this. Yes, I want to compete for a title, but he's probably saying, Sharp, ain't no guarantee if I left and went somewhere else, I'm going to win a title. I do believe Dane, <clears throat> this is, he's perfectly content with being in Portland, Playing his ass off. And if it happens important, he contend for a title, he contends for a title. If it doesn't, I don't believe he loses one ounce of sleep, Skip. I really don't. Although I would love to see him be on a be on the Lakers. I don't care where it ain't gotta be the Lakers. Yep. But just go somewhere where Dame Damian Lillard is in the NBA finals, and I want to see him showcase that shooting ability. I want to see him in a, in a in big time in a big time finals. But I don't believe that's gonna happen. I know it's not gonna happen important. That's not going to happen there. Um, and unfortunately, but he's, he's, he says staying in one location, being loyal to the soil is more important to him than chasing a championship. He said it wouldn't mean as much to him if he won a championship outside of Portland. I believe him when he says that. Uh, and I do believe when he's all said and done, if he doesn't win a title, 
I don't, I don't, I don't think Damon's going to have regrets because he would have done what he set out to do, and that was to secure his family for the rest of their lives and their kids' lives and their kids' lives and their kids' lives. Fact. In the end, I completely concur with your big picture point of this. I just believe Damian Lillard is completely content being a very big fish in a pretty small pond. Mm -hmm. It's okay. I'm not going to condemn him for that. No. I, I agree with you. He is a great talent. I don't think he's made of the, the toughest clutch stuff the way you do and mm -hmm. a lot of people do. But that's an argument for another day. But I can't even begin to criticize him for staying put and milking this NBA system for all of the world because he is, as we speak, he is on pace to become the third highest paid player in the history of the National Basketball Association. That fifth year of this deal will pay him, it's the option year, $63.2 million. I know it's out there. Yeah. Maybe 36 but Oh, he's going to pick that up. He's going to pick I, I, it up. I go ahead to Portland right now. He's okay. picking that up. It's $63 million. <laughs> and by the way, I don't know if you've been to Portland, but I have a lot. Yeah. I like Portland. Yeah. I think it's a great place to live. Right. And there's nothing wrong with his situation. No. He has a great young coach in Chauncey who we both yes. believe in. So however good they can be, they're going to be. Right. I seriously doubt it will be championship good. Right. They've had that before. They have to go way, way back. But, but they've had two good stretches of right. teams. They lost to Detroit and they yeah. lost to the Bulls. They did. But, but Bill Walton won them a championship. Oh, Bill, Bill that's yeah. 77. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. They had that run and then they had an 80s right. run. Yeah. Okay. And who knows what could happen. Mm -hmm. But he opted loyal to the soil, not to join forces with other superstars. And, and I think that was by design. I just don't think he wanted to do that. Right. I, I think he likes this situation. Yeah, he built different. He yeah. like, you know, he was like, hey, y'all are y'all and what about that competition? Y'all want to go link up. And he's like, hey, uh, but I, but but Skip, he put an Instagram post up with KD. Would he have shunned KD? Would he have shooed KD if KD's like, hey, bro, let's no, link up? But that was in Portland. Yeah, exactly. He wanted KD to come to Portland. Portland, right. Not going to happen. Oh, they could, yeah. Okay, I, I'd be shocked. Although yeah. KD's got that weird gene in him where he might go to Portland. Well, well, Skip, what does Portland have to offer? What does Portland have to offer Brooklyn? I don't know. They got a, a lot of... They can't. I mean, they, just, they just gave Anthony Simons $500, uh, $100 million, yeah. but they can't trade him until after January 15th. No. I don't, I don't see... Nurkic? Nurkic. No. Well, they just gave him a contract, so they can't trade him. <laughs> so, I, mean, so, I mean, so what? Dame? That defeats the purpose. Yep. So, like I said, I, I just thought, like I said, he, he just built different. And talking to him uh, and the, his mentality, being from Oakland and, and what he's grown through and what he wanted to be, I'm, I, I'm not surprised, although I would love to see him play for a title. Doesn't look like it's going to happen in Portland, but I don't think, I don't think he's going to look back like, man. No, he's going to go get on his computer and click like, damn. Yeah. What? How much I got? Yeah. I'm good. Okay. He came up the hard way. He yeah. went to a small school yep. that nobody knows. Yep. And all of a sudden, who's this guy? Yeah. And yet, has he not gotten his share of national TV ads? Yeah. Out of Portland, yeah, Oregon? Yeah. I think he has Gatorade, Modelo, uh, Modelo, Modelo, the beer, the beer thing. Yeah. It's like every other commercial yeah. at night on, on the, the summer league. I just keep seeing. Yeah. 
Damien, Damien, and he fought his way up, and he's yeah. working hard, and he's mm-hmm. going to the gym. He got all that. Yes. He he was Dame Dollar. He he was. And I think his best chance, Skip, was uh, that year in 2019 when KD was injured. Yep. I think that was his best chance yep. to probably beat Golden State minus KD because KD didn't play that series, and they ended up losing 4-0, and that's kind of. No, neither he nor CJ came up very big in that series. No. And, and it was just two-on-two. Two. Right. Well, I mean, Draymond's in right. so that gives right. him a little boost and right. edge. But, but it was the two guards versus the two guards. Right. And Golden State's two guards prevailed. And they had and they had lead. They were leading a lot of those games. They were. Uh, there were three straight fourth quarters down the stretch there where, where they had yeah. well, well they ended up getting swept. I just I, I think I, all four fourth quarters they were they had a chance. I understand, Skip, that all great players aren't going to win a title. But I, I, I sure love it when at least they get an opportunity to to play and get, you know, Carl Malone losing to Jordan and some of these other great players losing. Okay. You gave it your best effort, but damn, it's, it's, it's a shame that Dane probably is not going to be able to even make it to an NBA Finals to show what he could actually do on that stage because I think he would show out. I think okay. he would go haywire. I, I, I don't, but who knows? But to your first point, he's losing no sleep over this. No. He is good to go, yeah. man. He, he's got a great life, yeah. making great money. Yeah. Right? Yeah, doing what he wants to do. Yeah. Doing, I mean, he's in a place that they love him, Skip. They love him in Portland. They love him. And, and, and he's like, I'm not going to get the love. I'm not going to get, yeah, it'd be temporary. A new guy, you know, I'd link up with one of these guys. Everybody, But they're not going to love me like they love me here in Portland. No. And I don't think they're ever going to be the worst team in basketball. They're always going to be an edge of the playoffs team, right. if not a back end of the playoffs right. team. So you, you live with it. Yeah, but I think for a guard – I mean, basically, I mean, it's like what Steph is doing. Because Steph is about the same size as Dane, maybe a little taller. For a guard to do that, what Steph Curry is doing, that's why people give him so much kudos, Skip, because it just doesn't happen. Nope. It just doesn't happen to me. Magic did it, but Magic was 6'9". Magic was the height of, uh, of Mr. Russell. Those guys, Magic Johnson came to the league, guys were centers. Guys were power forwards. They were not point guards. They were not two guards. <laughs> they were fours and fives. Yep. Nope. I hear you. Losing no sleep. No, he should. Guys, I have covered several games in the Rose Garden, including a playoff series, and it's a fabulous crowd, an amazing mm-hmm. atmosphere. I can see why Dane would choose this and the money, no doubt. All right, speaking of money, Kyler Murray just inked his new deal, and it has some interesting fine print, <laughs> shall we say. Skip and Shannon break it all down. No mercy. Finally, Kyler Murray's contract has become official. The deal mandates he must complete at least four hours of independent study each week of the season. The contract defines independent study to mean the study of materials provided to him by the club in order to prepare for the club's next game. Very interesting. This set the Twitterverse on fire yesterday. Shannon, I haven't. Have you ever heard of anything like this before? No, and I've talked to several prominent agents, and they've never heard of anything like this before. And this is really, really embarrassing to Kyler Murray. Think about what they said. They told you what the material is. They told you what study material and what they're expecting of him. Now, it's material that's provided by the club. Skip, earlier when we had this conversation about this, Skip, my glasses were fogging up. That's how upset I was about this. I noticed. 
My glasses were fogging up. True. I'm steamed yep. that this man would put himself in this position that he think he's so immensely talented that I ain't got to study. I can play video games or I can go watch TV. I can turn my iPad on and they won't know the difference. A note, note, notepad, Microsoft. I think they yep. do Microsoft. Excuse me if I, if I misspoke. But whatever it is, he's not doing it to the fullest. And because he had them over a barrel, they don't want to start completely over. They begrudgingly, as you said yesterday, they begrudgingly gave this man uh, $200 million. Through clenched teeth. And all he had, and they got to put it in the closet. He's like, no, we're going to give you this money, but we want you to do this. Wow. This is... Maturity is going to be a concern for him. And I just don't get it. I mean, he's like, he always changed, you know, this is a different generation and we're going to do things, you know, we, we're going to scrub. But no, 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 no. Bro, you have to understand that once you reach a certain level, it's things that people that your age, you can't do. Yep. Skip, I understood at a very young age, I had a brother that was in that was college, that was in the NFL. I couldn't do a lot of things that my college teammates could do. True. I understood that. I also understood what I wanted to do. So once I got to the NFL, a lot of things that what my homeboys can do, I couldn't do. I was willing to accept that because that was a part of becoming a professional. When you become a professional, there are a lot of things that you can't do that a lot of non-professionals can do. You accept that, especially when that kind of money is involved. All Kyler Murray got to do is just study on his own. And now it makes me think, well, damn, why, why, why are he, they keep faltering like this at the end of the season? Voila. Mm. Ta-da. Yep. Oh, he can see it before it happens. Skip, the really good ones, they can disguise it, and they can fool even the best. And that's, those are the ones that study relentlessly. Yep. Now, I guarantee you, Tom Brady, the, the greats, they probably doing three, four hours a night Away from the facility. I'm not talking about what they do at the facility. I'm talking about away from the facility. That's how you become great. Because you're talented. And the, Jordan was immensely talented. But the work ethic. You do realize film studies are part of work ethic, Kyler? I don't know if you, somebody need to tell him that. Mm. I often call Jordan a supremely talented overachiever. And sometimes, Skip, even if you're not immensely talented, you can study and get a head start on those yeah. that are more talented. Because sometimes the ones that are more talented are the ones that work, work the least. Mm. And the guys that are less talented work the hardest. Kyler Murray is immensely talented, but he's not a hard worker. That's, that's what the club is saying. I don't know what you, you can deduce whatever you want to do, deduce from it. But what I took from it, you're not working as hard away from, the, away from the facility as you need to work. And we don't trust you. So in order for you to get all this money that we got on the table, yep. these are some of the things we're going to need you to do. Did that not validate the whispers you had already? Yes, heard? it did. It, it, it absolutely did, Skip. But, you know, Skip, we, 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 guy's a rookie. And I'm willing, like, okay, he, the guy's 20 years old, 21 years old. Come on, Shannon. Man, don't, don't, don't beat him up like that. Give him an opportunity. <sighs> this... Skip, when you hear things like this, you're like, this can't be true. Ain't no way a damn quarterback. This is a quarterback in the NFL. Really doing no prep work away from the, uh, the facility? And they, they only put four hours in there. Skip, you do realize there's, Skip, there's four a. Four hours a week? Yes! Because a lot of times you get a head start. A lot of times now, Skip, they'll get a head start on the plane ride back. 
the, the, uh, 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 the video crew has already broken down the team from the next week. Agreed. You, you on the plane on the way home? You might get three of the four hours on the plane. Yep, agreed. Already studying. Yes, I hear you. They wasting their time with Kyler. <laughs> okay, I'm a Kyler fan. Still want to believe in his long-term future. Love the way he started. Despise this. And yet, while taking him to task, as you have, beautifully, I'm also going to take the whole Arizona hierarchy to task because I don't get this. I've never, ever, ever, I've been doing this for a long time, heard anything close to this before. There was a Randy Gregory clause that was standard in all the cowboy Mm -hmm. contracts that Jerry tried to slip back in that hadn't been in Randy's previous contract, but Randy said no to it. It could invalidate his guaranteed money if he got fined by the NFL. Even though Jerry has never... It's standard. It's, right. it's just he'd never invoked the clause Correct. one time right. in all of its years of existence. Well, this is completely and utterly different because no one's ever heard of this before. No one I've talked to. And it's so damning for both parties because, remember, this GM, this owner, this head coach, they drafted, they drafted. Tyler number one overall. Right. This is your guy. This, this is your hope. This, this, every, your whole future is tied to that young man, yes. whether you like it or not. And I just saw a quote in a new Yahoo story that was posted by Charles Robinson. It's another anonymous quote from an NFL executive who says, if it's the kind of problem you think needs to be addressed, then maybe you should rethink whether you want to do the deal at all, because that's how big this is. Yes, it's huge. But if you're going to put it out there, it's going to get leaked. If you're going to put it in print in the contract as an addendum to it's going to be all over. And so the executive concludes, you put language in there that's going to be a story forever. He, th- this, this kid, he's still a kid to me because he's a video game kid. It's, it's going to be part of his narrative till death do him part. Yeah. The, ho- the homework clause, right? How many times have Wonderlick scores got oh. leaked? God. And it follows said it players does. for the rest of their lives. Well, even Dan Marino it followed. Vince right. Young. Vince Young. Oh, yeah. Bruh. Yeah. And here's the thing, Skip. He didn't know they knew. He thought he was getting over. They should have gone to him early on and said, Kyler, we need you to do better. Man, what? I mean, you see me take my iPad. You see me take my, note, uh, my notepad home every night. Mm. Bruh, I, hey, check it. You can see it's being watched. That's the problem. It's just being watched. Mm. You don't rewind anything. You don't check over anything. No. So they knew this, Skip. This is three years in the making. And he didn't change. That's the thing about behavior. The best, we're going to see. if he's, I want, First of all, I want to see if he wants to address it. He probably should stay away from it because there's no way around this. They would have never put this in your contract if you had been doing what you want to come up there and lie and say you've been doing. So we know that. And by the way, they had to sign off, right? Yeah, of course. Of course. Okay. Of so course. In the end, remember, these negotiations got sticky. They got yeah. bitter. Skip, it, that's why. Th- this is the product. Yes. But it, as my late mother used to say, you're cutting off your nose to spite your face, right? So you put this in, whether it it's valid or not to be in there, it, it's in there. So it's it's damaging both parties. Yes. Me. Yes. But it just goes to show you the quarterback how valuable the position is. Because I don't know Skip or any other position. Unless, uh, and, and, and now he ain't no, he's no Tom Brady, no Aaron Rodgers. But I believe those, I believe the great players 
They want to be better than what they are. Sometimes, Skip, I've been around players. They were perfectly content with what they are. They, 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 I'm good. I'm in the NFL. I'm making a decent salary. Oh, I don't want to do that extra. Man, you tra- eat like that, train like that for what? I make a good living. I'm cool doing skating by. Yep. You can skate for a little while. Boy, mm-hmm. hey, his athletic ability. He better, he better pl- pray that he stay fast and quick and, for 15, and healthy for 15 years. Because with those steady habits, that's, this is embarrassing, Kyler. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. I, I want to see uh, you can't scrub that one. Mm-mm. You can scrub your page. You can't scrub, you can't scrub all these sites that got that in the Bleacher Reports and the ESPN and no. the Fox Sports. You can't scrub those. This carried, you got to wear this like the scarlet letter. Forever. Guys, I wonder how much pressure Arizona's feeling to make Kyler work after parting ways with Josh Rosen. Two number one picks spent very recently on mm-hmm. quarterbacks. All right, from one quarterback to another, Skip, your guy Baker Mayfield. Is he going to be the starter in Carolina next Uh-oh. season? Uh-oh. Let's get into it when Undisputed returns. No mercy. Carolina traded for Baker Mayfield this offseason, but head coach Matt Rule not made a decision yet on who's going to actually start games for his team. He was asked about it yesterday at Wilford College getting ready for training camp. Take a listen to what he had to say. To me, my job is not to pick the starting quarterback. The players will do that with the way that they play. My job is to make sure that we have really good players in the room, which we now, you know, which we do in that room, and make sure that they have opportunities. And so, uh, you know, it'll it'll be a fun ride. When we know, we know. Will be fun to watch. I don't know if it'll be a fun ride for him. <laughs> Sam Darnold versus Baker Mayfield. Shannon, what does this tell you? I love it. I love that he said this. Because he's saying, Sam Darnold, although we have $19 million invested in you, mm-hmm. if you're not the best player, you're not going to start. Mm-hmm. Skip, Matt, Matt, uh, Matt Rule is trying to save his job. Yeah. I don't know if, he, if, if either one of these quarterbacks can save it. He says, but I'm not going to name a starting quarterback. I'm going to let the play in practice. I'm going to let the play in the preseason game. And they're going to determine who the starter. And may the best man win. And so now we don't have an excuse. I don't want to hear you say nothing. Because you heard Matt Rule say he's not naming a starting quarterback. So if your guy doesn't start, that means he well, wasn't isn't supposed isn't to. is that Matt Rule's job? No, no. Huh? The quarterback. Dan Reeves told me something, Skip. He said, son, don't cut yourself. Let me do that. What he meant by that, he said, know your responsibilities and bust your ass doing them. Hey. But, but Dan Reeves did say, I will cut you yeah, he if will. you don't perform. If I don't perform. Okay. So I'm going to hey. rule who look like deer in headlights there, like, uh, don't, <laughs> you, don't look at me. Don't blame me. Go. I there don't you know go. who's going to start. There you I, go. I don't know. We don't know. Let them decide. You let them decide. Uh, are you the head coach or not? No. If Baker's the guy, if Baker's your guy, what he should I beat him out. Baker has gone from frying pan in Cleveland into fire <laughs> as, as Matt Rule's seat gets hotter and hotter in Carolina from one clown show, the there Brown go, show, to there. another, which I think is even more of a clown show in Carolina because this whole regime, the clock is ticking on it. Yeah. And I'm not sure Matt Rule's going to make it through this year. We'll see how that turns out. Maybe Baker will save his job. But think about what Baker's gone through. He's had Freddie Kitchens calling plays in Cleveland at one point. Now he's got Ben McAdoo with his Cheesecake Factory 
cards. Yeah. You looking at but you didn't like Stefanski. When Stefanski won coach of the year, it was Baker looking at Well, he didn't call players to say, and he might have been undermining Baker Mayfield as the man won coach of the year. Uh, as Baker took him to coach of the year by winning Cleveland's first playoff game in 26 years. Well, were you, well we didn't talk about Baker in the quarterback ranking, but what, what oh, exactly? Uh, uh, yeah, you brought well, that up. Baker ranked 19th in the athletics ranking, and Sam Darnold, your guy, ranked 32nd. Okay. What? Yeah, but what did it say? One guy's a bust. The other guy's on the run. One guy said about Baker Mayfield, everything has to be perfect. Mm. Uh, Another guy said about Baker Mayfield, he's a three on the rise to a two. And I believe Uh, three. Hold on. First of all, if 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 first of all, if if uh, Patrick Mahomes is a two, there is no possible way in hell Baker Mayfield could ever get to that level. Uh, Zero chance. Well, good luck because he's on the rise. He's on the way. Sam Donald's on his way out of the National Football League. And that's your guy versus my guy who's in a tough spot for the team that ESPN.com ranks the worst team in football, 32nd and dead last. Hey, but they, Baker said, let me go there and be the ultimate underdog. They also said Baker Mayfield might be, hey, he might be on his way out of the league too. Uh, no, that is not true because I'm afraid Matt Rule is on his <laughs> way back to college football. No, <laughs> he belongs in college football. He was pretty good in college well, Baker football. Might need really take, good at he might need to take Baker back with him. Can he do that? They could be a package deal. No, no. Oh, my bad. So uh, Baker's going to make you eat lots of fried. Not in Carolina. Yep. Well, he'll hit the free agent market. and He'll be the hottest prize on the market. He's on the free agent market this year. How many takers he get? Huh? (laughs) Matt Rule. Don't look at me. I I I don't know. I'm just the head coach. Nobody wanted. Way to go. Okay. Well, you go see. We go see. Against all odds, but Baker will get his shot. Seems like Matt Rule's playing things close to the vest, guys. Scott Fitter, the GM, said that they would split reps evenly between Sam Darnold and no. Baker. Evenly. Matt Rule not quite committing. Evenly. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We might get some hints <laughs> along the way. All right, Skip, let's go back to your Cowboys for a minute. How are they going to do this season? Skip and Shannon debate when we come back. No mercy. The Cowboys opening camp today in Oxnard. When asked about Dak, a defensive coach said this about the Cowboys. It just seems like every time they have their chance to really put it together and elevate it, they fall short. So I don't know. Shannon, prediction time. What record will Skip's Cowboys have this season? What in that crappy division? I'm going to give them 10 and 7. They're going to bomb them. 10 and 7. You talk about them like they're 7 and 10. Skip, but here's the thing. You win six games in your division. That's six games. You still got 11 to play. You mean to tell me you can't win, you can't go 4 and 7? They're not going to be Philly twice. And yeah, okay, let's so they go five and one. Right. Let's just say for the. I'll even, give you that. Skip. Even at five and one, most teams that go five and one within the division win their division. Okay. That's all. But you, you already know how it's going to end for you. Well, we're going to have a home playoff game, right? And eighty thousand disappointed fans, uh-huh. just like last year. Remember? Maybe McCarthy will be gone by. Then. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so the harder I look at this, the harder it looks at the top, but it gets easier and easier and easier, and it's hard to believe this team won't go 11-6 and six because it's just a pretty easy This is 11-6, why not 14-3? Huh? Why not 14-3? And, and they're not as good as they were last year. They can go 11-6. and six. And guess what? Teams are looking at their schedule and say, oh, we got the Cowboys on it, so we're going to add another victory to our win total. Well, I, is, is that what Detroit and Chicago? Yeah, get, what are they going to get you? What did they ever get okay, you? How much? What did they ever get you? No, no, cases. no, no, no. I got five cases that we go two and zero oh against Detroit. Where y'all play Detroit at? Where y'all play Detroit home, at? Home, home. Oh, if y'all had them in Detroit, I was well, gonna take I, Detroit. We don't. I just said we got Detroit and Chicago at home. I still might take Detroit. 
Campbell, Dan Campbell might have him right. Okay. Hey, I'm gonna see how things play out. I cases. might take this. I might One take Detroit. Might just might do that. Okay. Well, did, might. Hey, y'all might just do that. Well, let's I feel do it good. right now. No, 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 no. You know, I got to make sure everything's in place. Jared oh, Goff is healthy. But I like what Dan Campbell did down the stretch. Well, Give me the points right now. Give me a touchdown right now, and I take them. I don't know what the points. Are. I don't care. Give, I love hey, it give when me the dude starts One flowing. Right you got and I love me some Dan Campbell too. All right, guys, we're out of time. Great show today. But hey, everybody, stick around. The herd's coming up next.